our next episode, we are going to be talking about... Hey, 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 hey. What? Brayden, yeah. don't be selfish. I wanted to do this intro today. Exactly. We will be talking about being selfish. This is the Bible Story Podcast. And this is us welcoming you to this podcast. <laughs> Good one. My name is John, and my co-host is Brayden. We are the duo that have been hosting this podcast for nearly 10 seasons. Yeah. that like We're almost wrapping up our 10th season. That's a long that's, time. That's a lot. You would really think we'd run out of stuff to say by now, but I, we just haven't. <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> Luckily for us, Brayden. Yes. Bible's full of good stories and stuff to talk about. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, for instance, today, we are going to be taking a lesson that David actually teaches his men. Seems like a good place to start to me and a good place to take a lesson from. Yeah. David himself. Yeah, I thought so. It's, it's his words. <laughs> mm-hmm. So up to this point, we have seen David and his men uh, they were in battle against many of the cities around them. And they're still in that Philistine city, are they not? Yeah. yeah. They So they... Ziklag um, or something Ziklag, like that. yep. Yeah. Uh, David is also still kind of avoiding Saul, not necessarily actively running away from him um, because he's now in the Philistine area. But he's certainly not returning to Israel because Saul would have had him killed. Mm. So... And in all of this, we have to keep in mind that David is still going to be king someday. Right. And that hasn't happened yet? It has not yet happened. That's correct. The prophet Samuel anointed David to be the future king before Samuel died, but David has yet to step into that role fully. Yeah, it feels like we have known that for a long time. We really have. It's like (laughs) decades already. And it's like, Saul doesn't seem to be doing a great job as king right now. Mm -mm. Uh, Okay, so... Here we see David and his 600 men are returning to their home of Ziklag, which is the town within the Philistine area yes. that the king had kind of allowed them to inhabit. And, they, and they've had like the worst welcome home. I don't know if anybody's had like their car broken into and you get home and you're like, oh, I have. Like it just... It's the worst. It is the worst. Okay, this is like that times a kabajillion. <laughs> so then they return home. Yeah. They actually notice that their their entire town, yeah. not just like a single vehicle, which would be like a buggy, a, a cart. <laughs> I was going to say, they didn't have vehicles. No, they didn't have vehicles. The not donkey just, was rough. <laughs> but... Their entire town and all of their homes were completely robbed. Yeah. Including the people, like the women and the children that had been left behind yeah. were also captured. And all of the belongings, too. Yeah. Everything had been taken and then the town like burned to the ground. Like it was awful. Awful. And yeah, definitely not a fun way to return Mm-mm. home. Not at all. And I can't, I can't imagine... Any worse way to come home? No, and it says it says that the men, uh, David's army, were very rightfully angry, but mm-hmm. also scared. Uh, they might not have known if their family members were captured or or killed, or they wouldn't. They might not have known that part, which is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So David looks to the Lord before taking any cat. Any action here. Yeah, it seems like a pretty smart choice and a smart guy. David is kind of 
proven to be clever and smart and uh, um, uh, methodical in choice. Like he doesn't yeah. make rash, uh, no. irrational decisions. A- absolutely. And and again, we're we're gonna see the difference in how Saul would approach the Lord. Yeah. And how David is doing it. Which Saul would approach him in hindsight, kind of. Well, being in, like, in right, re- I should have maybe considered in the regret. Lord. It's in like, regret. oh, I didn't yes. do it correctly. And now you're against me. Well, I'm, and so I'm super sorry, Lord. Yeah. And so now we've seen Saul's interaction with the Lord in our last chapter has led it to the place where Saul is now an enemy of the Lord. Yeah. That is not a good place to be. Not a good place at okay. all. Um, yeah. So David, it, really, it, you know, you can kind of see as you go through this chapter, it, there was a lot of communication between him and God. They had spoken about or... He really goes to God for a lot of things. Mm-hmm, definitely, he seems he seems to be seeking God's direction in the little things and also the really big things too. Yeah. So David seeks the Lord's wisdom and receives what exactly? Well, let's 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 read what it says in First Samuel okay. chapter thirty, verse eight. Then David asked the Lord, "Should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them?" And the Lord told him, "Yes, go after them." you will surely recover everything that was taken from you. It's a pretty clear answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hard to argue with. I do have a question. Okay. Okay, so we, we've talked about, this is Samuel. We talked about Samuel being a prophet, and he was the one that would speak to the Lord kind of on Saul's behalf. Yes. Does David have a prophet, or is David the one going direct, speaking directly with the Lord? Well. If you remember early on, when, when all of those, uh, when he first flees from Saul, yes, um, he goes to a priest, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden Saul finds that priest and kills him and all the other priests in that family, yes. except for one. Right. And that boy right. is now growing up and has, I think is likely with David still. Right. Because David said he would protect him. That's right. right. And, and if you remember, there's a few stories when David goes to that priest and says, mm-hmm. hey, what does God say about this? Oh. And so my guess is that we're starting to see David both interact with that priest more, but also interact with God himself more mm-hmm. directly. And we can kind of see that reflected in the Psalms that David is beginning to write at this point in time. Right. So... As we read about David, this is where the book of Psalms, the books of Psalms would have come from, as, or lo- he was writing as yeah. throughout these process. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah. David didn't write all of the Psalms, but he wrote many of them right. at, at this stage in his life. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so I think you're absolutely right. Like, it, it, it's a very clear answer, very difficult to argue with. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it would be pretty it would be very difficult to doubt the decision yeah. of just saying, okay, God, we're going to go with what you say here. Right. David, at this point, would have been like, well, I have to go after that mm-hmm. army now. Like, so, yeah. God's given the clear. <laughs> yeah. And David and his men, they, they, well, they then head toward the ba- band of raiders to reclaim what was initially theirs. Right. Except 200 of the, the men, 200 of the 600... Honestly, we're just too exhausted to continue on. They mm-hmm. they needed rest. And so David and 400 men 
continue on to the right. and you can't really blame these guys they have no. been walking around in the desert battling army after army for yeah. a long time for months in fact and months. so they are they are exhausted yeah it's a, a justified break and and so they take that mm-hmm. and maybe even some of them are injured too who knows i mean they've fought a lot of battles i'm yeah. sure they are yeah so the 400 men and david come across a man on their journey this man was striving starving pardon me, and had been without food or drink for a long time, several days. <clears throat> Remember, this is the desert. And so having no food or water, it really is a bad scenario. Yeah, he would have been left to die. Mm-hmm. Someone would have left him there. So uh, they do act kindly on this, man and they, on this man, and they give him some of their own food and some of their own water. They, they then soon find out that he is a slave that has been left behind by those band of raiders. That was, and he was originally traveling with them. Yeah. Those, those guys who robbed David's town. Yeah. And David and this man or this slave, they actually make a pact. So David says that he will not harm this man or give him back to his master as long as this man is able to lead David and his army to the band of raiders. Yeah. It seems like a fair trade to me. Your life or some directions. Right. I wouldn't be able to give directions to anyone in this Yeah, you scenario. would be in a really bad place. I'm, Your life for some directions, Braden. I might right have now. I maybe make it up. You could just pull out your GPS phone and hand it to David. Here's, here's Google Maps, David. Here's Google. <laughs> Here, you're on, a, on Camelback or I don't, I don't know. Here's, here's these oh, guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're, they're actually both able to keep their pact. This man does lead David to um, and all of his men, David and the 400 men to the Amalekite thieves who were the band of raiders. Yeah, so David's army killed all but 400 of these men who were able to escape by camel, and they retrieved everything that had been taken from them. Not a single item or person was missing. Yeah, so they, obviously, this is like a huge win for them. They yeah. triumphantly are like, I'm sure, marching back. Their families are probably celebrating. I don't know how you'd carry all your stuff, like your gold and anything valuable would have been taken. And I'm sure they had other people's st- belongings too, not yeah. just their own their exactly. stuff that they took from David. And that's, and that's kind of, stu- that's how it happened. It's like one army would defeat the other army and take their stuff. And then the mm-hmm. next army would defeat that army and take all their stuff. So lots of things. So they're celebrating and uh, they kind of get to the point where those 200 men who had stayed behind to rest are left there. Mm. Um, and David says to, uh, the army that had come along with him that everything shall be shared with the men who had stayed behind. This made some of the army like very angry, you know, a little bit, uh, uh, jealous, prideful, right? Mm. They, I mean, they felt like they had done all the work. They had gone, they had continued on the journey, even though they were probably also tired. They had fought this battle and won all the stuff back. Yeah, listen to what David said. No, my brothers, don't be selfish with what the Lord has given us. He has kept us safe and helped us defeat the band of raiders that attacked us. So David really understood that it was not the men who had achieved this victory, but the Lord who granted them safety along the way and during battle. Now, he also understood the power in community and working together much like our growth tips over the last few weeks. Right. 
So all the men received back their families and belongings. And David then takes it a step further, which right. I love. Yeah, David doesn't even just give the things to the men who had been there, but actually anyone along the way who had helped. So he is celebrating by sharing the plunder to anyone really who had been involved. It talks about him sending stuff to like neighboring towns and people and all of that, mm. um, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, which, you know, I mean, it is odd to think when we are talking about stolen or re-stolen goods. Yeah, it's been stolen a few times probably. Yeah. But the idea here is that God blessed them with this stuff. And David's faithfulness and intention of seeking God allowed him to act in a way that honored God. And, and therefore, rather than hoarding all of these things and, and David being selfish with them, which he totally could have, being totally. given his rank and position, he could have said, great, the army won all this stuff and it's all mine now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually shared those winnings. Yeah. We can do this not just with physical stuff or things as well. Well, okay. Uh, what do you mean? You lost me. Okay. Well, God's given us a lot of gifts and blessings, right? Right. We can share all of those things, or most of them at least. Things, things that are maybe intangible. Like, mm. for example, we share the fruits of the Spirit all the time. Joy, peace, love, kindness, patience, gentleness, and self-control. Oh, okay. So not just physical things. It's, yeah. Uh, we can share the, the attributes of God. Yeah, attributes of God and that the things that he's built in us as far as our character. Well said. And actually, we can have a lot of fun with those things too. You know, if we're, if we're to share those things with other people, just think of, John, like think of the gifts that God has given you and it, it, it allows us to be excited about who, who and, and when we get to share those things. So here mm. is the lesson just to reiterate. And this is, as David said to his men, do not be selfish with what the Lord has given you. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. All right, moving on to the growth tip. What is your (laughs) idea today, Brayden? Okay, I do have an idea, but it does seem like kind of a shameless plug, and I don't want it to. Okay, well... (laughs) I think if you're genuine, it's going to be okay. So let's okay. hear it and we'll just let people judge for themselves. Okay, great. Uh, okay, so I think, here's the thing. I would love for us to intentionally share this podcast with someone in our community. Hmm. Now, these are the communities that we've been talking about for the last few weeks that we've been becoming a part of, sharing things, praying for each other. So I don't mean it in a way that is like promoting the podcast at all. I actually just think that if you are listening to this podcast right now, there's got to be a reason for that. And that reason could be a gift to somebody else in your life, especially hmm. if you follow up with them in the discussion episode and have a really good conversation afterwards. Okay. I have to admit, it's a tiny little bit of a shameless plug, sure. <laughs> but I, I fully agree. I, awesome. It isn't that you couldn't do this with another podcast or a book or some other resource that helps people, helps you grow in a relationship with God. But right. if you think this, this podcast has, then why not share it? Share it with someone who in your immediate community and, and bless them. Yeah. And it just, just, just sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. So... Thank you all for listening and not judging me too hard for that. (laughs) 
Hey, a really easy way to share this podcast is to tag them in an Instagram post or direct message them our newest episode. You can find all of that on Instagram at Bible Story Pod. Or you can head straight to BibleStoryPodcast.com. Have an incredible week. We will catch you next time.